Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Staying Forever Strong. Today I'm talking to Dr. Michelle Ross, who is a plant medicine guide and like health coach, and she's awesome. And she also was on Big Brother 11, and she's here to talk just about how we're how she's staying strong and during hard times. Hi, Mich- Hi Michelle, how are you? Hey there, I am so happy to be here. Um, you know, these are such challenging times and, you know, I thankfully have a little bit more knowledge and mindfulness to like keep my head on straight here. But I know that so many people are, you know, even if they weren't struggling before all this, they're definitely having a, a little bit of a hard time being isolated and being fearful and scared. is just a lot to deal with. Yeah, it's, it's definitely been rough, like mentally, emotionally, even physically for some people. Um, you, we kind of talked a little bit before this, but I wanted to um, kind of go over maybe a little bit of your story, if you would like to share anything. Sure. Um, so a lot of people know me um, from Big Brother. It was a reality TV show that I did now 11 years ago. I can't believe it's been so long since I did that. Um, but I started off as a neuroscientist that was studying drug addiction. So I thought, you know, all drugs are bad. Um, cannabis, um, psychedelics like magic mushrooms, you know, we're all just as bad as heroin or cocaine. Um, And it's sort of interesting because after the show, um, I started developing some health problems. Um, I'm not really sure why. I think a lot of people in my family are are just sickly, maybe bad genetics, but I started having a lot of um, multiple sclerosis-like symptoms. And I ended up being in the ERs and hospitals, like seriously, sometimes like three times a week. It was pretty bad. Uh, I was pretty um, depressed. I, uh, you know, was almost suicidal because no one could figure out what was wrong with me. Um, and it turned out that I had black mold poisoning, lead poisoning. I was actually evacuated from my house, um, in Los Angeles in 2014. And it like literally had to be teared down (laughs) sort of insane. I ended up with blood, blood clots in my lungs, in a wheelchair on oxygen. Like they didn't really think I was going to recover. I had brain damage. Um, and here I am, a neuroscientist that is having to be taken care of and being told that they might not even be able to like read again. Like I was really in bad shape. Um, and a lot of fans didn't like believe that, but like that is literally what happened. Um, and it took some time for me to recover. Um, and I was on a lot of prescription medications. A lot of them made me very, very ill. Um, mm-hmm. And I kept thinking, you know, there's got to be a better way for this. Like, this isn't living. Like, if I have to live for like, like this, I almost want to kill myself. And so I started doing, you know, what research I could. Um, I got introduced to people that were like, here, take, you know, this cannabis oil, take all these natural things. Um, and I started getting better on cannabis and not on the drugs that they're giving me. I ended up getting off morphine, getting off these pills and only doing cannabis and I started to heal. I started to walk again, like my brain started to wake up and all these things and slowly, uh, but surely I started getting better. And then I started exploring these other plant medicines like magic mushrooms, which most people know about mushrooms, like, hey, I go on an acid trip or like, you know, I'm like, <laughs> gonna go do something fun. But for me, um, I actually found that there's an ability for some plants to actually rewire a damaged brain. And so for me, I was able to actually go from, you know, sick, to recovering, to actually probably even a better version of myself. I actually, after all this happened, I ended up getting an MBA, which is, you know, like a graduate degree in business. Ended up writing a book called Vitamin Weed that was 400 pages long. And this is 
a woman that doctors told me like, you'll be in a wheelchair forever and your husband will have to take care of you. Uh, so like, this is very shocking that I was able to progress like that. And I really thank cannabis and a lot of these other plant medicines. And I realized, you know, if my life was so transformed by that, I really should, you know, be able to share that knowledge with others and combine that with my like love of science and everything and really help people that are struggling with chronic illness or, you know, acute injuries, really, you know, have their life back. It's so important because, you know, you're hopeless when your doctors just keep giving you pills and like it, it never stops, right? It's like one thing after another and you're just like, okay, like this is life. It doesn't have to be that way. And so I'm really happy to like be, have done like a complete 360 since I've done TV. Um, I, you know, I see patients every day. I try to get them off prescription drugs. And I really try to get them, you know, happy and healthy with plants. It's stigmatized. You know, not everyone believes in cannabis. Yeah. There's a lot of like weird opinions about it. You know, I get a lot of hate mail sometimes too. Um, you know, your mom might think I'm the local drug dealer. I'm just, you know, a, a clinician trying to help. Um, but, you know, it's, it's been an interesting ride. So, I, you know, I'm very, I think, grateful for it, which is weird. Because you normally don't think, hey, you know, being sick is something that you sh you're happy that happened to you. But I would have never realized how many people out there were suffering. Uh, yeah. Like, I've been connected to so many people. I've been connected to you. You know, yeah. part of like this big circle of, you know, people that are just trying to do their best in a world, you know, with where, you know, we have to basically expect the unexpected. Like everything happens. <laughs> yeah, plan for it. It just happens. So. No, I couldn't agree more. I think, I think one, it's ridiculous that you're getting hate mail for that when you're just trying to help and it's not affecting anybody else. So that's kind of ridiculous, but it's also the whole, my like mantra has been people don't understand what they can't see. So like I look normal and healthy and all that, but I'm in pain every day, all day on the inside. So, you know, I, I completely hear you. Um, I have fibromyalgia um, now, like I have lupus, I have a bunch of other issues. Um, and, you know, once I was out of the wheelchair, like people didn't think I was sick anymore. And I was like, you know, I'm lucky to be alive, but like a lot of people didn't yeah. understand, you know, you can look beautiful, even appear on camera, <laughs> you know, talk, but you're like, hey, did you know for the three days before that I was curled up in a ball crying for pain and like nothing would work, but like I put yeah. myself together and showed up, but like I'm not always healthy. And it's hard, you know, it's especially hard when you are trying to like, you know, have a career, or, you know, keep up with things. And a lot of times I'll go to places, do, do what I need to do, like show up, do the interview or like do a red carpet or something like that. And then I don't get to go out and have fun. I go to my hotel room, I rest, I take care of myself. Yeah. But I've come to terms that that's part of my life and that's who I am and it's okay. I don't have to keep up with everyone. You know, I need to take care of myself. That's the number one priority, um, you know, and, and always make sure I'm not like burning myself out in order to help others. It's like that phrase where don't set yourself <laughs> on fire to help warm up others. That was so hard for me. Like I'm a giver. Yeah. It's like you, you don't have as much to give <laughs> when you have a pain, uh, you know, um, a chronic condition or even, a, you know, if you have a mental health condition, like anxiety or depression, like you're already on like half the heart level, like you got to make sure you leave some for yourself. So it's important. No, I, I couldn't agree more. I'm very, um, someone who always likes to be for everybody else. And like, if I'm not doing stuff, I feel unproductive, even though I might need to not be doing it because I need that break. 
Mm -hmm. um, so so that just right? Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely have realized, like, it's almost like you were saying with the like that saying, but it's also like how they say to put your mask on before someone else's. You got to yeah, take care oxygen of oxygen on first. Yeah, first and then someone to help with someone else's. So it's like you need to have that ability to have taken care of yourself first because you're not going to be able to help anyone. Mm -hmm. And I think that concept is so important now um, during this whole coronavirus pandemic yeah. because, you know, some of us are, you know, single, you know, we're by ourselves, but other of us, you know, we're, we have families, we have to take care of children, we might have to take care of our spouses, you know, even there's some like weird conditions where people are like, yeah, my like mother-in-law moved in, like a lot of people are dealing with mm -hmm. some very new situations here. And, you know, um, a lot of us are givers. So it's really important, you know, you may not have the space you used to, you may not have you know, the ability to go do the things that you did for self-care, you know, go out to yeah. work out at the gym, like there's, <laughs> go get your hair done. I mean, like, look at these roots, you know, like you don't feel and look your best. A lot of us have put on the quarantine 15 or 30, you know, like it's, it's been rough. So, yeah. you know, these little moments where you can take care of yourself, you can put on that oxygen mask is really important. And I stress that there's a lot of things that you can do to feel better. You know, it could just be five minutes of meditation a day. You know, in, if you're in a busy house and there's a lot of things going on, go in the bathroom and do it. Go in the bathtub and meditate. Like, no one is going to bother you in the bathroom. Go take your little bit of time there and calm your brain. You know, get centered. Yeah. Think about nothing. Like, that's so important, you know? Some people don't like meditation, go do some yoga, you know, like there's got to yeah. be a pose out there that you can do for a little bit, be a tree, you know, do a downward dog, do something. Or the child's um, pose. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. The child's pose is amazing right it's now. It's my favorite. Like, <laughs> people walk in on me and they're like, what are you doing? I was like, don't worry about it. <laughs> you can step over me. <laughs> But you need to, it like gets all that tension out in your neck and your back. And, um, you know, I don't want to be the drug pusher, but it always happens this way. Um, I'm actually really into cannabis yoga and there's a real good reason for it. So some people what don't is like that. So cannabis yoga is when you do cannabis before yoga. It's not like very complicated. Don't worry. You don't have to do like a tree pose while smoking a joint or something like that. Um, some people use CBD, which is a non-psychoactive substance. Um, it doesn't have any THC in it, so it will right. get you high. You know, because some people are like, oh, I don't want to get high or do anything like that. Mm -hmm. What we're talking about is just helping your body be more flexible, be more relaxed. Um, these compounds actually boost your serotonin. Um, they make you feel better. They help you beat stress. You know, maybe not like beat up the other family members you're living with. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's good for chill. Um, but when you do these... Um, substances mindfully, it actually helps accelerate, you know, your flexibility, your ability to let go of whatever happened during the day and really get into those poses because, you know, it's so important for us to let go. And, you know, if you do that pose and you're like, you know, like tense and you don't yeah. let go of the stress, it wasn't very helpful. And so really we sort of have to shut down our brains, you know, that running, you know, thought you yeah. know, in our head um, and then just let it go. And, you know, stretch, you know, do whatever we need to do. But I think it's also really important because chronically ill patients, we have a lot of baggage, you know, we have um, a lot of stress from just being in pain. Uh, we have yep. stress from like, oh my God, where's our next paycheck coming from? Because we need to pay for health insurance. Like there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. It's scary for us. But so we store sometimes that fear, that anxiety, that trauma in uh, different parts of our body, like our hips, you know, our neck, things like that. And it's really yeah. important to do those twists and things like that and get it out. That yoga will get it out. 
And if you want to get a little high and do it, you know, there's actually benefits to it. And so the reason why I mentioned it is I actually have a lot of cool friends that I've met over the years. Um, and one actually created cannabis yoga. So she calls it ganja yoga. She does all these online classes. She'll just run classes where it's like really simple yoga because you don't want to be high and like fall over and hurt yourself. Obviously, right. that would not be fun. Um, but you know, more of those child poses and things like that that are really to help us, you know, through anxiety. And it's just been amazing. Like I do it, you know, just log in like in like a Zoom call or something, and like you know, there's like 40 women that are in your class, you know, just doing yoga together. And uh, it's so it's cool. Been fun. Yeah, I love doing that kind of stuff. So for me, that's how I've been keeping sane. Um, you know, I'm probably sure my landlord doesn't want to know that I do cannabis yoga. <laughs> it's none of do with cannabis gummies, you know. Um, but it's it's is really helpful to make sure that you get out that stress. Um, you know, we can't be unfortunately like my other big big uh, you know thing is going to the gym. But like they've been closed for yeah. so. Well, thank you so much. You've given us some like great tips and I might have to try that out actually. Sounds, oh it God. sounds I'll really cool. Like, so. I'll send you the link. Maybe you can even post it too because I yeah. think a lot of people will, will get into it. So if you don't like it, you'll like weed yoga. <laughs> well, I like that sound of that. <laughs> I've been trying to get into yoga, but it's just hard. <laughs> yeah, but, we, can't, we can't calm it down. We can't. Exactly. <laughs> So thank you so much for joining me today and talking with me. And I love all your tips. So I'm excited to maybe try some out. Yay, and I will, <laughs> and I will post the link too when the YouTube comes out. Okay, perfect. Thanks guys. Have a good um, day and I'll see you guys soon.